podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tommy. And welcome back to the podcast. This is the podcast. To all you rags, welcome back. And to all you shinies, welcome to the podcast. And before we start off this episode, as always, be sure to join that Discord where we have many, many cool conversations, many, many fun times, many, many talks about Star Wars. The link is in the description. Link is in the bio of all of our social media. Make sure that you're in it. We have lots of fun in those things. And also, be sure to subscribe to the 1313 Podcast YouTube channel because we are giving away no other than the Bad Batch Rex Black Series figure at 500 subscribers. Make sure that you are subscribed so that you can win this amazing figure when we hit that 500 subs. Do it. Thank you very much for listening to my spiel. And with that, we have some Star Wars to discuss. Some great Star Wars. I think that's the fastest I've ever done that intro. How the heck is everybody today? Because I am... Today was an emotional roller coaster. I watched that new episode at the beginning of the day, and it was all downhill from there. Oh, There's no way your day could get better than that episode. Real quick. By the time this goes up, we will already have posted our Have a Chat with none other than Papa Gord. Well, this what? might be Papa Gord's last time on the internet. Or not. We don't know. It's up to him. Hopefully so be not. sure to watch that video and also go support Papa Gord and let him know that you support him on needing to take a break because sometimes creatives need to take a step away to recharge their batteries. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Ain't don't, nothing wrong with Don't it. bombard mm -hmm. him with messages and don't mess with him just because he Papa wants to Gord, can I have your Black Series figures, Papa Gord? Don't do that. <laughs> Papa Gord, can you fly down to my house on Christmas? I need you cookies. <laughs> anyway. Papa Gord, can <laughs> you pay my mortgage, Papa Gord? Papa Gord, can you pay my mortgage? Alright, everyone. I'm gonna just come right out the gate. Let's talk about the Book of Boba Fett. You're... I'm gonna give this episode a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Probably one of the best pieces of Star Wars media I have personally ever seen. I concur. It yes. was quite amazing. So let's jump right into it. The episode starts with seeing Cobb Vanth just shooting up some pipes. Corn Cobb Vanth. Corn Cobb Vanth. So I didn't with the quick think would draw happen. McGraw. Dude, that man can shoot fast. <laughs> that man can shoot fast. That was... I do like yeah. his new blaster pistol. Yeah. I like the fit too. The fit is dope. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, it was like, uh, he came onto the screen and it wasn't like, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Cobb Vanth. I just sat there and went, ooh. Sweet, it's Cobb Vanth. Hey, it was like, hey. That's pretty good. Hey, that's, that's pretty, pretty mildly good. cool. But now the Pikes, they're exchanging some spice for some credits. Cobb Vanth goes, don't do drugs, kids. And kicks over the spice. The spice. Dumps it out. It's and then literally we, in like a in like an 1840s chest. <laughs> Something you inherit from your grandma. <laughs> Something you like a family heirloom. A jewelry box full of cocaine. <laughs> so, space cocaine. Space coke. Space cocaine. Mm. Uh, Actually, for those who don't know, I took a drugs class in college. Wow. And How I had to write a lot. <laughs> I had to write a term paper at the end of the semester, and I decided, you know what, I'm gonna have some fun with it. I'm gonna write this paper about um, drugs and Star Wars and like real life drugs. And I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but spice is actually um, opium in real life. Mm. So it's mm. like all the same effects and everything. Mm, space heroin. So yeah, literally space heroin. That means Boba Fett has done space heroin because he's had a spice dream. Oh, that spice is so good. It's like, Fennec, you got to try this. Okay, I'm going okay. to those jokes on the podcast. Fennec, cut me a line. Anyway. <laughs> okay. 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 The 1313 okay. Podcast does not support the consumption or use of drugs, illegal drugs, or Flintstone gummies. For real, though, kids, doing drugs is just whack. Facts. If you do drugs, it's just... You look like a loser. It, anyway. It's true. We've never done drugs, and look how good we all turned out. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> This guy <laughs> turning into a sloth. I was imagining the Kung Fu Panda scene where like Tigress is talking to him and he just goes, 
<laughs> uh, I gotta rewatch those movies. I haven't seen those. Kung Fu Panda is is in my top like five movies of all time. Really? I just watched it again. Dang. It's such a moving like inspirational movie. I remember seeing that movie in theaters. Yeah. Because uh, uh, we used to have a, a a theater in our hometown where like. You, it would go, the movies would go to it after like three months and they would only cost a dollar to go see it. So I remember we went see it for the first time there. And I remember walking up the aisle, leaving the the movie going, oh, oh, like walking out I, like a little loser. I actually, I can recite the entire dream sequence at the beginning of the movie. And my favorite part is where he goes, I see you like to chew. Then maybe you should chew on my fist. Thanks for slamming the The warrior the said nothing. For his mouth was I'm gonna keep full. it a buck with you. Can we get back then on Then he song? spoke. No. Every. Anyway. Every listener clicking off the video. I don't want to hear about no kung fu pandas. Um. So now we we see him <sighs> kick over a can of sp- in the box of spice, and then we yep. get an intro with new music. Yes. The music was mixed differently. It was two different. Oh, it things. was. I was trying yeah. to figure out what it was mixed with this time. Though. I could. I couldn't figure that out. Someone probably knows, and we'll probably know by the time. Let it us comes know up. in the comments below if you know what song was mixed in with the Boba Fett theme this episode. What really surprised me then was after that we're seeing Mando and his starfighter go right to the planet where Luke is. The planet I didn't that think is that would not happen. Yavin Four. Repeat: This planet is not. Yavin 4. No. Just in case anyone was confused. Mm-hmm. Even though the scenery is like 98% identical. <laughs> <laughs> and when we he touches down on that planet, we're immediately greeted with R2-D2. That was pretty cool to see. That was another one where I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. mildly cool. Yeah, that was, expect it. that was another little, little appetizer for the I mean, rest well, of the Well, I episode. feel like in this case, we all knew where Mando was going. Yeah, mm-hmm. we already knew. So but we it didn't, wasn't that much. I didn't think we were going to get the extent of the episode that we really did seeing what we did. Or, uh, neither did I. I don't think anybody could pull <laughs> that. So we, Mando touches down. He's like, I'm looking for Skywalker. And Archer's like, weep, weep. And decides to take him to where we see a bunch of robo dogs building Luke's Jedi Temple. Literally a colony of ant droids. Just <laughs> robo dogs. Are we talking... Building- now, I don't know if you guys noticed this as well, but does it, to you, does it look like the Jedi Temple originally constructed in the last Jedi flashback? It, it kind of does, but it also, um, oh, no, that is the temple from the last Jedi flashbacks, but it also, the construction reminds me of Octu. I thought that's what you were oh, talking about. Oh, okay. But yeah, this is, I think this is the temple. Yeah. Kylo Ren goes, works <laughs> everybody. He goes, Rrr! I will be like my grandfather and slaughter manners. Where's the girl? Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> Dang. But no, so we see Mando's just like, where the kid at? And then R2-D2 goes to sleep. And then we get to see Luke Skywalker. He goes, train so Grogu. Where's Grogu? R2 just goes, I don't know. Just takes a nap. We don't hmm. see Skywalker at first, though. No, we, we do. do. Oh, yeah, my bad. I was thinking about who's... We, the, the shot who starts, we see bad, Grogu bad, just bad. on a rock. And then it just we just see Luke just... And I gotta say... It looks a ton better than it did in Mando season two. Yes. Not only does it look a ton better, it looks better when he speaks. It yes. looks better like when he's looking at different angles. He's more mo- he's moving. He's more expressive. They showed that the I feel like see, end of season two was really a test to see if they could get the deep fake to work. And then when they saw that they what they could do, and then they had videos of people like Corridor Digital like really pushing the limits of what it could do. They had that as a confirmation saying we can do that and it'll look just as good. So they they pushed it and they had him moving around a ton. He was really expressive. One thing I did notice is that um, you could see inside of his mouth and his tongue in the roof of his mouth when he speaks. When deep fakes usually can't get that detail, so they probably went in and they this is probably because they did this on the Mandalorian. They probably had the act. They did Mark Hamill recording it because Mark Hamill was credited in the credits. They had Mark Hamill acted out. The other actor acted out. They had a CG Mark Hamill head on the new actor, and then they deep faked oh, that hey, CG Oh, hey, I head. did want to say, you were right last week. Um, that other X-Wing pilot was the body double for Luke. I know. I responded so. to Out of the Basement's comment on that, saying that we belligerently bullied Jacob on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> belligerently. And I was no, right. I was Luke right looks straight out of Return of the Jedi, in my opinion. It um, looks just like Mark Hamill. Like, it doesn't look like it's fake. you just call him Mark Handmill? Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That's Mark what Hamill. I said. I didn't Mark, say ham. Mark Hamill. Mark Ham sandwich. Um, but 
I Mark Hamill in the season two of The Mandalorian, like it looked it looked good, but there's still that thing like in your human like your human instinct of like in the back of your head, you're like something doesn't look right here because we are so um, well adapted to reading other humans' faces, mm-hmm. and so when something doesn't look right, you can just tell. With this episode, almost all of the scenes, save maybe one. Um, I didn't have that feeling at all. I was yeah. if I didn't mm-hmm. know that Mark Hamill was actually like much older at this time, I would have had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I could that, that made me go, uh, I don't, uh, you could, I could tell it's a deep fake was the fact that his forehead is smaller than Mark Hamill's. The hair covers a lot more of his forehead, and his eyes are raised up a lot more on his face. That's the only thing that gave it away to me. Even the scars on his upper lip looked good. Yes. The pores, as they say on Corridor Digital. The pores stretch! The pores stretch! Yeah, because they do with a deep fake because it's pictures so, of a face rather than a CG face. So Luke is meditating with Grogu. Grogu says, man, I'm hungry. I'm Frog time. time. Luke goes, nah, bro. Throws it away. Picks up approximately 37 frogs. <laughs> and then Grogu's like... Battle go down, what? and he's like, no, <laughs> whatever sound he makes. And I just want to say, I believe the next scene, Luke is walking with Grogu, and he's like using Picks the force to carry him along. Yeah, <laughs> that was like it, the cutest thing I've ever mm-hmm. seen. But it was in that scene where Luke is talking to Grogu. He's like, "You remind me of an old friend, my old master," and he name drops Yoda. And the second he does, Yoda's theme plays in the background, which was fan fantastic it's like it's those those musical numbers that always play when somebody's name drop that just make me so happy um so now that was a really nice detail as he's just tossing grogu along and uh then is it the scene that he looks into grogu's mind yeah it's right after he's like would you like to know where you came from and uh (sighs) There have only been, I could probably count on one hand the number of times I've teared up watching Star Wars. I can count on one hand the amount of times Star Wars has made me cry. Yes. You know that one clip of, I'm going to name drop a creator. You know that one clip of Star Wars Theory crying at seeing Luke Skywalker at the end of season two? Yeah, that was me. Like, if we can put a clip up of it right now. If we can't, we're not going to. Or at least Doesn't a picture. Matter. Um, but <laughs> um no, so the reason why we were crying, if you haven't seen it already, go away, go watch the episode, you dummy. If you are, if you've gotten this far and you haven't seen the episode yet, Dang, first, of all, first of all, it's been five days since the episode came out. Second of all, why are you watching a spoiler review discussion? Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyways, um, he reveals Grogu's traumatic experience in the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six, and when I saw. Once again, live action clone troopers. I, I know that they're CG. They're not, yes. they weren't live action, like physical suits, but just seeing clone troopers in a live action thing, it, it made me cry because I, I sat there in my bed at like six in the morning, like this was the last show that I expected to see clones in. Yes. I yes. would have expected maybe to see it in like Obi-Wan or mm-hmm. Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the book of Boba Fett. It went, and, and then it just happened, and I was like, <laughs> "And they looked amazing. They looked so good. They looked good. And they were. It was Tamara Morrison's voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Jedi that died. Um, my father was telling me this actually. Uh, the actor that played that Jedi. I forget his in-universe name, but he was the guy that did all of the lightsaber fight um, choreography, choreography oh, for the prequels. So um, that was the guy. He's actually a character in the universe, and we got to see him get murked by uh, the 501st. I feel like there might... Yeah, that was definitely like a really... I mean, someone who was just in that, but I feel like maybe the other Jedi as well might have a connection, or not. Or they're just kind of thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was just... it wow. was a, It was a surreal moment. I've been wanting to see clone troopers again for so long. Because yes. the only time I re- you really see a phase two clone trooper is in episode three, and then we see it in the Clone Wars. But seeing it again, and just even for that small portion that it was, it made me so happy. And then they one-two punched me with the very next scene, Mando being awoken on a bench by none other than Ahsoka Tano. Meaning that Ahsoka has met her master's child, and they just know each other. They just know each other. That was like one of the best things that ever happened to me as a human being on this planet. I, I did just want to say before yeah, we get into I want to go back to thing, the clones. One more thing about the clones. I I think that I, I was just saying to you guys before we started recording that 
That's all I've been asking for was just to see them again in a like a live action show. I can die mm-hmm. happy. And yep. I I don't like would I like to see more of them? Sure, but like I don't need to. Like I I'm so satisfied by mm-hmm. that. Um, I would like to see more. I would, I would like love to see, to more, see more. But yeah, but... at the same time, it's like I'm just I I'm so happy. Yes, that uh, I was over the moon with Fulfilled. that. And so the other thing I wanted to bring up as well is that there was initial discussion, and I had said it on the Discord as well, was that the mm. one clone in the scene is supposed to be Oppo. However, I feel that's not true. It's not supposed because... to be. Fellas thought it looked like him. But upon watching it twice now, I can say that there's no arrow on his head. So it doesn't yeah, And the arrow was confidence. painted over in Revenge of the Sith. That was... I don't know. I guess like told to us and whatnot because Oppo's the clone in the scene that kills George Lucas's son. And when they go to this kid. Yeah, my bad. And when they go into the temple, they get rid of all their unique markings because now they're just plain clones, no longer individual. No, you were right. The actor is George Lucas's son. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. His name just, is Jet or Jack something. Mm, I forget just to be Just in honest. universe, Bail Organa's kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah, onto that next scene, seeing Mando and Ahsoka, that... That that, that made was me very amazing. Happy. Never that expected made, it. Mando said, "Never expected." What are you doing it. here, bro? <laughs> it's like, and then he was like, "I thought you didn't want Grogu to be taught at all." And she's like, "Wasn't my decision, boss. It was Luke's idea, not mine." And then Mando's like, "Well, I'm gonna go see my kid." And she was like, "You probably shouldn't." She goes, "What do you mean by that? Are you sure about that?" Are that you was sure about the that? most. See, I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't really get upset at all with the clone trooper scene. I was really happy about it. I was definitely freaking out. But when it got to the part where Mando could visibly see Grogu and Luke on that hill and he went, I came all this way and he's over there. Why can't I? I started getting really upset. I was tearing up because the bond between Mando and Grogu for me has somehow become so incredibly strong because Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau are such great writers. Mm -hmm. I want to say that we were just talking about this on the Discord like over over the weekend, I think that a big part of Din's character arc is finding a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. and he's realizing through the course of these shows, he doesn't really belong with the children of the Watch as much as he thought he did. He doesn't really belong anywhere, and pretty mm-hmm. much the only people, most of the people he's had a genuine attachment to, die, and. Grogu is where he has this genuine sense of belonging and this genuine sense of feeling like he he can just fully be himself and not have to portray a character. And mm-hmm. that that definitely, you could tell it took a lot for him to make the selfless decision where Grogu is really the only one who he like feels like gets him. Mm-hmm. So that was that was I could feel that mm-hmm. that and again. Pedro Pascal does a phenomenal job of portraying emotion with a character that has a mask on. Yeah, exactly. A, like a, a, an emotionless helmet. And he just is so good at portraying emotions. Well, because you can portray so much with your body language and yeah. your voice. He's so good at it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that <clears throat> was that was really is very sad to see. But in the end, Mando makes the decision to not go and see Grogu because he doesn't want to. He wants to do training. what's best for Grogu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Ahsoka takes the the little armor that he that he had for Grogu. He and goes, here's this picnic cloth. <laughs> now I'm a dip. <laughs> and then he leaves, and it's very sad because then Grogu sees him leave and has no idea it was him. I he definitely. I think that Grogu knew that it was him because mm-hmm. he reaches his hand out and they do this shot where they slowly pan in on Grogu's face. I think he can feel it in the Force. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably that it's, that it's him. Yeah. Oh well. But. And then directly after this, Luke goes right back to training Grogu, and then he pulls we got a, a lot of training. He yes. got a he he grabs the the training droid, and he goes, "Yeah, you just gotta test your reflexes." And then the droid says, "I'm gonna get this baby!" Bow! And throws him across the room. That was really funny. Was I was really like, "Is not actually gonna shoot him?" I, and then it did. I think my favorite scene was he goes jump. <laughs> it's like the cutest. Fell hitting that one inch seen. vertical. <laughs> one inch vertical. Grogu need to be hitting the, the box jumps a little more. Facts, that's facts. That was. Oh, and then we saw that scene of Luke with Grogu on his back mm-hmm. running, and those scenes were mirroring the Empire Strikes yes. Back. Yeah, like Luke almost, ex- almost exactly. A lot of those scenes were like right from the movie. Just mm-hmm. that was awesome. That was that really was cool. Really and then cool. he climbs up those bamboo sticks, and then he's at the top, and the sticks like this big, and it's somehow supporting his weight. 
that I found was like a little line. That was King, the only part where I was unimmersed from the episode. I was like, how he do that? <laughs> how he do that? But yeah. I didn't really care. And then he, and then he said, said, everything the light touches is our kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So basically just gives Grogu a little lesson on the forces all around him. And then throws him down on the ground and says, now dodge the droid. And he's like, boing, boing, boing. Starts jumping all over the place and jumping on rocks. Literally becomes Yoda. Yeah. Starts hopping like Yoda does in episode two. I find it very cool, though. There are like there are a few scenes where it's kind of it's a bit obvious, but also not where it goes from being a puppet of Grogu to being a full CG Grogu. I liked how much practical they did. Yeah. Yes. But like still for the full CG ones, they animate it so it looks like it's a puppet. So it's like you can barely tell. I am a puppet. <laughs> is no, it was very cool. And then he destroys the training droid and he's all tuckered out. And then we get Ahsoka and Luke in the same scene, and that made me fangirl a little bit. I was like, ah. when she made the line about like you're, you're just like your father. I was like, I was like, yes, ah. he really is. <laughs> yeah, and then she gives him the uh the the little grow poncho. And uh, says, I Groncho. the Groncho. She gives him the Frodo chainmail, the Mithril, the Mithril. <laughs> yes. And then she says, I am a dip. And he's like, Will I ever see you again? And she's like, I don't, I don't freaking know. So now that we we have an idea that that's probably where the Ahsoka show is going to pick up. Yeah, probably from this moment. Um, I know that there have been some people who are who were wishing that this whole thing, what this whole storyline would have been in Mando season three. Um, but I, I would like to have not counter arguments, but here's how I look at it. First, I want to say we, as the audience, if we're bringing Din Djarin into the show, we want to know what happened to Din Djarin between the end of season two and how he got in the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Secondly, these shows are intertwined. The, there, there's no way. I mean, they, they kicked off the book of Boba Fett with the end as like a post credit scene of the season two finale of Mando. The Ahsoka show is going to be a spinoff of Mando. These shows are all going to intertwine with one another. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how that's I why I'm it. fine with it. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's better. We see what's happening now rather than in season three of Mando because book of Boba will end. And then season three of Mando will just pick off where the audience last knew rather than constantly going back and forth. Now, do I wish that I, I just wish I could have seen a little bit more of Boba in this episode. Oh, we did see Boba for like three seconds. I, and all he did my was... Man, Boba really was original trilogy Boba in this episode. Man just stood there, nodded his head, and didn't say a single word. I mean, which is kind of fine. It makes him really cool. and He's so cool. He's mysterious. And is this he, what you wanted, haters? Yeah, this is... is this is what you They wanted? really got what they wanted in this one episode. <laughs> and then they're still going to complain Boba about Boba in the OT is better. Well, there you go. <laughs> you got him! You got Boba in the OT. He just stands there and does nothing. And nods his head. I definitely feel like as well for... Yeah, although Boba... He's no good to be dead. Although Boba wasn't in the episode a ton, I feel like this Don't episode care. set it up for the season finale enough... To where it's comfortable that Boba can be in it as much as he wants. There's going to mm-hmm. be this huge epic battle. We might see, you know. Epic things that we're not going to say until the very end of the episode. Yeah. But um, uh, da, 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 da. The, this whole kind of thing with Mando on his own gives Boba a lot of time to learn how to ride that Rancor. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He better be riding that thing in the last episode or I'm going to throw a He's going to be. He has He better to. be. But no, so yeah, we see Mando, he's back on Tatooine, and then he, they're all getting briefed, and they're like, yeah, we need we need, we need, need some foot soldiers, and Mando's like, I know some pawns I've used before, I'm gonna go to Mos Pelgo. Let me go grab no, 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 no. a literal Freeland. bunch of random people. No, it's Freetown. Freetown, yeah. sorry. What a yeah. dumb name. Let me go grab a bunch of random people. Let me go, let me, cool. let me go grab the space equivalent of rednecks. Gotta love the space equivalent of space rednecks. Space civilians. I'm allowed to say that because I am a redneck in some ways, shapes, and forms. Um, no, you ain't. No, you're not. You're a wannabe. The duck on we the wall are. says otherwise. <laughs> the ducks on the wall say otherwise. We got like a taxidermy museum downstairs, Jackson. Don't even, don't even cap. But at any rate, we see him travel back to, to this very familiar location to meet with the marshal. Uh, you can't park your ship here, says his deputy. Where? 
That's immediately what I thought. That's, I said, that's, that's gonna be get Tommy. this fell off the screen. That's oh, gonna, that's going to be Tommy. Can we also say that when they were briefing at, at, uh, at the palace, they have the dude prisoner, and he goes, actually, it was yes. a scheduled vacation, and the Gamorrean guard just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looking at that mayor's assistant like... Oh, and the mods, there were six of them in this scene. Um, remember how there were only four of them? In the uh, chase? The most Espa Vespa gang? Yeah. Um, <laughs> there were only four of them in that one episode? Yeah. Uh, there were six of them in this episode. Because remember, like, I was I was asking, like, a couple weeks ago, I was like, weren't there six of them? But yeah, they showed all of them in this episode. Okay. Very good, very nice. Very good, very nice. So, yeah, but on his way to Mos Pelgo, you can't ignore the fact that he just rides past the, the sand crawler with the great dragon skull mounted to the front of it like some bullhorns. That was so funny. That was, they really said, check out my hood ornament. <laughs> that was, that was stupid. That was so stupid. It was so funny, though, because it's, <laughs> it's totally so a random. Jawa thing. It's so random. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was, it's just little mm. stuff like that that I just is mm. so cool about Star Wars. But. He rolls up, Cod Vanta's like, hey, bud, we don't want none part of your city folk disputes. And Mando's like, it's gonna happen to you too. You say it now, and it's gonna happen to you too. And he's like, okay, maybe I'll listen. Goodbye, I'll and let you know. the bartender goes, it's not our problem. That's a city problem. Listen here, Mr. Weequay, it better be your problem. <laughs> But yeah, so then Wonkway, I mean, large Cobb Vance walks out and the chimes start a ringing. And then we see a solo uh, from the desert comes a stranger. Hey, that's the name of the episode. Oh my gosh. Who is the stranger other than the creation of Dave Filoni himself? Cad swear word. Bane. My, I watched, so I've watched the episode three times today. I watched it when I woke up, I watched it with my father, and then I watched it with my brother. When I watched it with my father, the second that, that the silhouette showed up from the farthest point in the desert, my father just said, Cad Bane. And like, I was like, you know, explicit word there. I was like, I was like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I was when I was watching it, I did that thing where I, I'm, you know, I'm by myself watching. It. I'm like, Whoa! yeah, <laughs> I said, I was like, oh, no I way, was like, no way. Simultaneously, mouth dropped a gape. Simultaneously, I knew it was him, but I also was in disbelief. I was like, yeah, there's no way, there's no way. There, you know, Dave Filoni. Normally, if Dave Filoni's directing, you can expect one character drop, but I didn't expect all the character drops in we, this episode. He literally just like he gave every single aspect of Star Wars in this one episode a look. It was connected all the trilogies to one moment. I'm speechless. It was it was awesome. It, it was, was just nuts. Cad freaking Bane rolls up on the scene. You shouldn't have gave up your armor. First thing he says is I was like oh the one thing I will say where did my man's rocket boots go I saw that yeah because the silhouette was coming I was like he ain't got the rocket boots that ain't and he painted the gauntlets blue they're like navy blue now which I'm like that's dope yeah but he looks his hat needed to be bigger why was his hat so small this is the small hat from the bad batch yeah it was the small hat it wasn't the original hat I like the big hat this, it was practical effects. Yes. It looked so phenomenal. Good. It, it looked real. It looked perfect. It was so good. He had the those gnarly icicle teeth. But they were the so white. The stalagmite teeth. They were so yes. white, though. They haven't hidden the whitening strips since the Bad Batch that sucks, That's, that's, that's what I'm just going to be saying. <laughs> but he just... Oh, those man. eyes, dude. Yes. Those eyes are so cool. They're intimidating. And it just his, looks so He's like a lighter blue, um, which I think comes with probably age. It's Maybe. been a good 30 years. Yeah, because mm -hmm. that was the thing as well. Sure, people wanted to point out his teeth looked weird and he might have looked weird. Dude, but you got to think about the fact that we had only seen him adapted as a cartoon. Fella is an alien. Not, 
yeah, as an alien, he's supposed to be scary and grotesque, and you can't capture that in a children's cartoon. Hey, you at least he didn't look like the, the at least he didn't look like the Bad Batch Funko Pop. That would have been a tragedy. <laughs> that would have been, bro. That would have been a tragedy. I heard people say that thing looked good. I went. It's okay I wanted to, to reach wrong. through my screen and strangle. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. It's all right. But he just looked so good, and and. Timothy Oliphant's acting as Cobb Vanth in this scene was S-tier acting. The mm. deputy walks out and he just, like, he said, yeah, Marshall's not for sale. And he's just like, you just see his face. He's like, he's now we're die. dead. He's now, like, we're, now we're both dead. You can I just know. see it in his eyes. And he's like, so now you have this, like, the classic Western. Yes. It's cool because there's, this, there's the standoff. Just should have, shouldn't have gave up the armor. And then he just reveals the gun. And that was sick. you can tell that Cobb Vanth is so much more experienced in this than his deputy is. Because his deputy's just like... Yeah, and like literally grabbing for his gun. It's now, like, bro. Here's what I'm going to say. I think that Cobb Vanth would have won that quick draw if, if it he wasn't, wasn't distracted by his deputy. Because he, I think he knew in that moment, the second he came out, that... He doesn't listen. He doesn't take direction. So he knew that his deputy was going to try and pulse a fast mm -hmm. one. And I think he knew the second he walked out, like I said, we're both dead. We're, we're done. For exactly. Him. I agree. That was a total distraction. Bane even knew it. He was just like, oh, this just makes well, my that, job you, easier. You can, well, you could see Bane. Okay. So the immediate threat would be to go for the deputy because the deputy reaches for his gun first. Cad Bane obviously knows that this guy isn't experienced by the way he's acting and his whole demeanor. And Cobb Vanth is experienced. So what does Cad Bane do? He shoots Cobb Vanth first. Not only because he knows, knows that he will be more of a threat, but Cobb Vanth doesn't go to pull his gun until he sees his deputy grab his first. And that's just like a, oh shoot, we got to do this now. So he grabs it. He's distracted. He's not ready. He's not where he should be in a mindset for this duel. Cad Bane knows this, shoots him in the shoulder, takes him down, and then just mows down his deputy. Massacres like, this fellow. Two in the chest, one in the head. Destroys that man. People, people were saying, oh, is Cobb Vanth dead? No, he's not dead. There's no way he's, he's dead. He got shot in the shoulder. You can see it. It was meant if, to be if, a warning and then just make an example of the deputy for acting Hunter out of If Hunter didn't line. die and that man got shot square in the chest, then... Cobb Vanth's not dead. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why they made such a point of having Cad Bane mow the deputy down. Yes. To show, like, obviously one is alive and one is dead. And everyone goes to 10 to Cobb Vanth. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, this other fella dead. Well, and I also want to point out, I didn't pick up on this really until the second time I watched it, was Cad Bane has a real animosity for Boba Fett because yes. Boba Fett worked for the Empire. We know that they have a rivalry already mm -hmm. but he has a real problem with the fact that boba worked for the empire boba fett is a cold-blooded killer who worked for the empire now boba fett's just a tuscan raider yep yep <laughs> now okay predictions for the next episode just for this point in topic we are finally going to get that duel between Boba and Cad Bane yes. that was supposed to be in the Clone Wars. And we're going to see Boba cap Cad Bane because that's what happens in the Clone Wars. I don't want to see Cad Bane die. I but he would has you rather to see Boba point. Fett die? No, no one needs to die. They can just hug it out. <laughs> Passionately kiss in front of everybody in the pikes and, and just then, confess and their undying love. Wow, can wow. jump in. With those voluptuous oh, just from out Breath. of the basement, <laughs> right oh, off in gosh. the sunset on a bantha. <laughs> they could tie cans behind the bantha, just made. <laughs> no, I really don't want to see Cadbane die because why would, why would they have him die if they just introduced him? That's fine. That's what I'm hoping. That's yeah. Um. No. Yeah. But then right after this, so cool. we see uh, Luke and Grogu back in the temple. He pulls out the mithril. He's like, this is from your buddy Mando. This or, is from Gandalf. Or <laughs> you can have... Drum roll, please. Yoda's lightsaber. Man just pulls it out of oh! box. I was like, what? What? 
I knew I I knew there was gonna be a lightsaber in that box. Did not know it was gonna be <laughs> I Yoda's. Just imagine Yoda just dying, and Luke goes, "Well, if nobody else is gonna take all this stuff, I may as well take it for myself." <laughs> This will come in handy. <laughs> he just looks around and he's just like... Do you think he took Yoda's freaking death rag that he died in? He I said, mm, I need new cloths. <laughs> took yeah, the whole... some tidy whities Took the, the whole damn hut. Yoda's silky. <laughs> <laughs> took Yoda's Versace drip. Just... Mm. He took Yoda's cane. This Poor stick. dude. No. Oh my god, that would have been like I just can imagine Ugh. Luke just sitting there. <laughs> All I want to say really quick too is it was brought up by a member in our Discord that Yoda's lightsaber in a canon comic had been destroyed by the comics. I don't, don't mean crap. I'm gonna just say this right now. I'm gonna just say this right now, unapologetically, unapologetically. Throw all of the comics into the fire. <laughs> throw all of the comics into the fire. Into the throw the all of the comics matter. into they don't the fire. Matter. Into the shadow realm they go. Send them to the doom dimension. Mm -hmm. They just gotta. Okay. They mean nothing. When Jacob and I were on Lightsaber Radio's podcast a few weeks ago, shout out Lightsaber Radio. Shout, shout out, out Lightsaber, Lightsaber Radio. Radio. Um, we. I brought up this point because th this happened in the Bad Batch too, in the opening episode where they changed the way the Caleb Doom comic went. Yes. Um, they, I mean, with, they made with, minor changes. With, with Panda Balaba dying differently. Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> Panda Balaba died differently. Yeah, and like they changed Panda the Balaba. color of the clone unit. They changed a lot of stuff. But that's because in my opinion... Cinematic canon trumps Yes, that is yes. 100% facts. I know that you two agree with me on this. Yes, yes. it does. Because it does because Star Wars was born out of the yes. cinema. And like and once it happens on screen, the comics. Yeah. But, but don't try to sit here and go, well, the comics say, well, the comics say. It was a, it's a multiverse, because guys. Well, no. you see, in this random comic that came out in 2013, uh, this happened. I'm going to be honest with you, boss. It ain't canon anymore. I don't care. No, because here's the thing as well. Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau are at the forefront of creating everything that we know that is Star Wars. And the comics, unfortunately, were not written by them, nor did the people who wrote them have the opportunity to talk to them maybe about their creative vision. Sure, when the Caleb Doom comic was created, could you maybe have asked Dave Filoni if he thought that Caleb Doom and Dupa Balaba were going to be in the Bad Batch? Probably not. However, when Dave was writing the story, he figured that that was the best way to incorporate the narrative in it. I know you're playing footsies under the table. Y'all better stop. <laughs> no, thank you. You need a toe cam for this podcast. <laughs> stop. But if you know, Dave Filoni... yesterday. <laughs> clipped the talons. I don't want to know this. But if Dave Filoni me, and John Favreau look. are supposed <laughs> to be... Let me take a look. If they're supposed to be creating... Star Wars as Stop. we know it now, Stop. it makes sense that they're going to- Stop! You gotta chill! I'm trying to talk! <laughs> my man taking my sock off! Let me off. speak for once on the podcast! I need just a taste! Jacob, now I you're- need just a taste! Now you're knocking over everything. <laughs> but anyway, if they're the people that are supposed to be leading Star Wars in the new direction that it is, they're going to step on the toes of the comic creators and maybe some of the people who wrote the books, and that's fine. That doesn't mean they're retconning Star Wars. This is literally- who is supposed to be creating the vision, and you have other people creating their own interpretations of the vision. It also isn't something that important. The things it really that isn't. The things that they're like... It's not like they retconned Yoda being alive or dead. It's not like Yoda <laughs> just shows up like, much training this young little fella needs. Also, like, and the other thing too is I'd rather see it on screen than read it in a comic. That's just me. L, yep, L, L. I agree. But, but yeah, I mean, and that's really all there is to say about it. Yep. Honest. We don't hate the comics. No, I've, I've read some of the comics. I think they're great. Mm -hmm. It's just that I, if I have the option to see it on screen and have it be a little different, I'm going to pick that. Exactly. Ten times out of ten. Oh my goodness. Tell me the good. hamburger's coming back up. Ooh. Where'd you get the hamburger from? Oh, my mother made them. Oh, nice. how was it? It was very good. That's yeah. great. We see Grogu is now presented with a choice. Go back to Din Djarin or stay with Luke to become the next generation of Jedi. And I like this because the decision could really go either way. It, it really, it could. really there are could. argument. There are valid arguments for both ways. Yeah, I don't 
I feel like this is obviously going to be a very hard decision, and I really feel like you can't predict what's going to happen. Grogu's going to make a choice for himself, and that's literally going to there be are, the case. There are pros and cons to both decisions. Grogu knows that if he decides to become a Jedi, which he could be a great Jedi, yeah, he's not going to see Din again, and Din's going to die, and he's never going to see him again. But if he joins Din and again, you know, which... We all know it's going to happen at some point because of the Naboo Starfighter. But I feel like it's plausible they're going to see each other again. Because mm -hmm. then here's my thing. If Luke is bringing up the point that Din's going to die basically before Yoda even finishes his life cycle, Luke's going to die before Grogu finishes yeah, his life. If Grogu, Grogu is still alive... Luke to, wait for Luke to just, you know, keel over and then just... You oh, don't need these anymore. <laughs> he's Because Grogu has to be alive at the end of Rise of Skywalker unless he's killed, simply because his species yeah. will continue to age. All I'm saying is, is when Ray Skywalker <laughs> calls upon the force of everybody, you don't hear, yeah, from Baby Yoda being like, use the force, Ray. He's alive. And if you disagree with Ray Skywalker, stay mad. Stay mad. I feel like that could even very well be a good bridge into a possible sequel-related show of After Rise of Skywalker, where Ray now has to train the Ray next generation by Grogu, Jedi. and Grogu's like, and she's like, I don't I just, understand you. I, I know we've talked about it so many times. I just want to see either a post-Episode 9 TV show in live action yep. or an animated show that takes place between Episode 8 and Episode 9. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It would be very cool, you very said, nice. It'd be hey, dope. hey, Dave, take notes. Take notes. Oh, uh, well, you know, uh, I don't know about all that. It's like poetry, it rhymes. That's Anyways, I, I know that. I'm so hyped for the season finale. We got one episode left in this show. It is going to be great. If you disagree, eh, call the Wambulance. Hey, Hopefully. if you disagree, um, that's cool. That's uh, <laughs> Actually, though, let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments mm -hmm. down below. Let us know I honestly, what, you what you like, what you didn't like. I honestly do not care if you did not like the episode and if you do not like the show in total, because I do, and that's all that matters. I don't mm -hmm. care what anybody else thinks of it. As long as I'm enjoying it, it's good. Hey, and, and friendly reminder, if you like something and someone else doesn't like it, that doesn't mean you have to engage with that person mm -hmm. at all. You can just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, sometimes you can talk about that fact that you don't like it. But if you find somebody that does like it, don't try to persuade them to not like it. Because they see something in it that you don't. And that's okay. So stop trying to press your opinions on other people. It's cringe. As we say that, well, we have a podcast where we press our opinion <laughs> on everybody. That's different. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. We're doing it. All um, right. So I think that's it for the Book of Boba today. I agree. Now, do we have any Star Wars news? Any Star Wars uh, news? There really hasn't been Nothing any really. Star, haven't been any Star Wars announcements. Oh, um, oh, there was something about... Uh, There's something about Eclipse that we might get. and It's either a gameplay reveal or another sort of reveal by the uh, by may 4th or by the end of this year i'm really oh. unsure about it. it was the guy that Ooh. predicted eclipse was coming out oh it was the gameplay it's going to be it's going to have this is speculation, speculation. And rumors, but this is the guy that came out with the leak for it in the first place saying that eclipse is going to happen it's going to have combat like jedi fallen order but as well as being able to be played through the perspectives of multiple different characters. So it's not going to be like a telltale game where it's just like you watch the story unfold. You're actually going to be able to play it. It's going to be open world. It's going to have multiple vehicles. Um, it was described as being the most ambitious Star Wars video game to ever come out. So that's exciting. also it's supposed to have like multiple paths for the tale to go. And like a, a multiplayer too. Yes. And like a PVP and a PVE PVP. Whoa. I believe it's PVPVE. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that would be really cool. This is all speculation. Do not take it as fact. It is just, it's a rumor that came out, but the source is pretty reliable. He's gotten lots of stuff correct in the past. So Stay excited. That's all I can think of for Star Wars I news. I just saw something on Twitter today. TT Games, um, who makes the Lego Star Wars games, tweeted out today that um, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga will be a part of IGN Fan Fest, which is going to take place on February 19th. Oh. So I'm assuming it's going to be some sort of gameplay reveal. Um, 
or something along those lines or like a panel or something like that. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned for that if you want to see more news. I already got my pre-order of the deluxe edition in the bag. Um, should we do should we do a game review on no. it? I think I think it'd be sick. Hey, let us know what okay. you guys would yeah, think if we did this. There have been like certain things, certain times I've been wanting to do like a review of a product. Like what if we did just... it as a special instead of a show? Because uh, I was thinking y'all were talking about doing it as the weekly show, but what if we did it as like a YouTube special? Yeah, that's what we would do. That's fair mm -hmm. with but me. But like, like there have been times where like I've gotten like a, a product and I've really wanted to just talk about it for like five minutes and how would you guys feel if we, if like here and there, we just did like a review on something we thought was really cool. Yeah. You know? It's not going to be everything. If you haven't noticed, we got a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know what you think. And yeah, that'll be a pretty cool. Anyway, I got that pre-order secured. I'm very excited. I didn't realize that GameStop did payment plans for pre-orders. GameStop is the best. GameStop is just literally one of the best retailers to ever exist. Yeah. Yeah. I hated on GameStop for the majority of my life, but now I actually like it. Yeah. Not it's like how I was with Chipotle and Moe's. I used to be a Chipotle guy, and then I just... They both suck. They I'm both sorry. suck. They both suck. I'm really? never going to any of those establishments I, ever again in my life. I think I think the the food it tastes really cheap for what the price is, and you leave hungry. And I'm just gonna be honest, I'm not a huge fan of Mexican food. Same. What do you I, mean by that? I I'm just, just kidding. I don't <laughs> like Hispanic or Mexican food at all. It just doesn't seem good to me. Sorry, but that is because of personal. Wrong. I don't like hot stuff, and you know you that. Like, and you'll make fun of me for that. You like Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I only eat the Dorito taco there. That's bro, the only thing bro, I get. A, that's American food. It really that is, is American. Um, no, I'm just I'm not a whole big fan of beans and rice as a combination together in every dish. Oh, another Kung Fu Panda reference. The bean buns. Anyway, about to go bad. If you want some S tier food, get some Chinese food. Chinese. Oh, food. Chinese food. Is Chinese food ass. slaps. Japanese food is fire too. Yeah, yeah I I love sushi. Anyway, and Korean barbecue. I haven't had Korean barbecue. We, barbecue. we had it. Um, we went to um, uh, Cedar Point when we in high school, and we there was like that Korean barbecue. Like oh yes, the, the the it was like Cupzilla Kim, kimchi. Yeah. It was, no, it, was it wasn't Cupzilla. kimchi. It was Cupzilla. Yeah, it was amazing. That was pretty good. So good. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Caleb for getting us to Caleb try it. Smith. If if you're watching, thank you for making us try it. We love you, Caleb. Last time I love went you. to Cedar Point, I was hoping that they were gonna have. Cupzilla there and they did not so yeah, we all went together that time yeah mm -hmm. anyways that's a video y'all guys will never see <laughs> <laughs> but um and okay let's talk about Jacob and his Legos can I talk about my Legos guys can Lots I talk about Legos. my Legos what's going on the Lego news used was dry for like two months and now okay. it's just all happening well cause that's the thing it's like <clears throat> Lego really comes out with their stuff in a intermittently it's like it's not like we're black series it's like it'll come out like every month or so or, or like, not come out yeah lego <laughs> lego has um like a schedule for their products to release all year so it's like they have like a break in between everything and just right when it's starting to come up to the time where the they're starting to do the reveals because lego security i guess on their products kind of sucks um all the leaks start coming out That's so we did get an official reveal for the mandalorian helmet set and the x-wing pilot Ooh. set if you want to in the dark pitch, trooper that, no we did not get an official reveal for that okay, my we bad. did not get that that was a leak that and you ruined it you ruined it you ruined it so okay no i get the third set that we are getting is the dark trooper from the mandalorian season two um that's going to be a target exclusive we not did not get an official reveal of it we just got a i'm sorry fella we got Cobb vanth is the one playing with it in the photos is it really? No, it's... It looks like Cobb Van. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but no, we, it's just a guy. It's just a guy. We just see the top half of the trooper's helmet just half built on a desk. So oh, there were other photos that came out. Yeah. That was the only one I've seen of it. Uh, no, there's a different photo where a dude has it almost entirely built, and it looks like the actor of Cobb Vanth building it. Uh, like, it looks going. like it will be but, one of the okay, promotional so, images. But we got, we got those two officially announced, as well as we, as you can see here... I finally got my hands on the Ahsoka Brickheads um, little product review. I built this in under five minutes. Really simple build. It was 10 bucks. Um, I usually don't get the Brickheads, but I like Ahsoka so much that I had to pick it up. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. The pre-orders for it, or the orders for it, finally went up on lego.com. And the pre-orders for the uh, Clone Trooper like little build-up pack finally went up for pre-order. They'll be out in March when they were supposed to drop at the beginning of this year. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just excited to be able to get it. It's already on pre-order. You'll see it when it arrives. Um, 
What else? What else? Oh, we got the. He does look like Timothy all that is, a little bit. That's oh, God. Oh, that you. is pretty built. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. We'll put that picture up instead oh. of the one I've seen. <laughs> Somebody literally put a picture side by side. But yes. um, and we also saw a um a look at Boba's palace set, which is looks like it's gonna be a miniature version of the. I think it's 2014. Don't quote me on the ages or eras of previous Lego sets. I don't know them that well. It's going to be a playset. It's going to be a playset of Boba Fett. We're looking at Boba, Bib Fortuna, Fennec, and then like a couple other minifigures. Are you going to get it though? Yes. I will be getting it. And we will see that on the podcast. We're getting that. And then there's also going to be the Luke Skywalker hallway scene. And it's going to come with a bunch of dark troopers. So people that didn't want to drop the couple hundred bucks on send Moff in the dark troopers, people that didn't want to drop a couple hundred bucks on Moff Gideon's like cruiser could finally get their hands on dark trooper set. Three of them. Yeah. Yes. Which is pretty nice because not a lot of people wanted to buy that. Don't they have set. arm and leg printing too? I don't know. I, I thought it was that where Luke has the arm and leg printing. Cause I saw somebody talking about that online. I've only seen the, like the pictures for like a little, like a little bit. And I just looked at it and was like, Oh, cool. Um, cause they're not like, they're not ground shaking sets that I'm like super, super excited for. I'm going to get them just because they're in the eras I collect, but, um, yeah, those are cool. Those are coming out. Nice, nice little flavor savers for the meantime, because Lego really has like intermittent drops where they just come out like every couple months. So that it's kind of nice being a Lego collector. Cause I have a little bit of leeway to get my money up, especially right now with Marvel legends, not coming out with any figures. I really want anything to do with. So I've taken a break from those. And every time I see the neck of figures I want in store, I go, I see you all the time. I'm just going to put you back and get you later. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've kind of had a bit of a dry spell on my collecting, especially for Black Series. We haven't really got too much no. as of late. No. Um, well, there was some, I mean, are you done with this? Or? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I could, I could be some good Black Series. Yeah, I guess I could be, I could be, good and bad. I'm going to start with the yeah, bad could, first. So okay, yeah, that's fine. Shut up. If anybody had some... Uh, if anyone had like pre-orders for the GameStop exclusive gaming greats Night Brother from Jedi Fallen Order, you um, don't anymore. You don't anymore. <laughs> uh, why? Because Hasbro wants us to all to have a better pre-order experience. I'm gonna say this right off the rip. I don't think it's a big deal. The pre-orders got canceled because I have a very good feeling that you will see it in GameStops. When a figure they sells out at do. GameStop, it goes through the cycle of okay, this product has sold out. Let's order more. I cannot tell you the amount of times I've seen the Imperial Jump Trooper, Cal Kestis, the Scout Trooper, Flame Trooper, Zalbar, the Flame Trooper. Every single Gaming Greats figure I have seen consistently on shelves almost every time I've gone to GameStop. I, I just think it's annoying. It when, is annoying. When, like, if you're going to cancel a pre-order, at least send me an email telling me why you had to cancel my pre-order instead of just doing, doing it. it. And I didn't even get it. No, I didn't even get a notice. I didn't even get an email from GameStop saying that my pre-order got canceled. It just happened. And as yeah. someone who is such a big fan of Jedi Fallen Order, that's why I got the figure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I feel like he's probably going to not peg warm, but I feel like, yeah, he's going to be pretty easy. Exactly. To find. It's not like a troop builder. So no, the only Huge. reason why people are going to get it is because either a, they like Jedi Fallen Order or B, they're going to use it to make a custom Savage. Yeah, it yeah. looks like Savage. Here's another important thing as well that I actually learned the other week while getting my hair cut by shout out to Jeff. That's my shout out to Jeff black series collector. He's yes. Awesome. He's the one that told me about the, uh, black, bad batch, uh, pop figures that we have yes. sitting on top of us. He was telling me about how, um, he has a friend who consistently, he goes to the store to pre-order a new item and whatnot. And he was being explained that essentially that like his other buddy obviously will just pre-order off GameStop.com, get all of his orders fulfilled, where his buddy in the store almost never gets anything fulfilled. And he like finally like went to the manager one day and was like, what gives? Like, why is this? And apparently if you pre-order an item in store at GameStop, you are put below priority of people who buy it online. online orders. So if you hmm. buy your things online, you are guaranteed to get it before people who get it in store. So pre-order and buy your items off GameStop.com and not in store if that is possible for you. GameStop.com is also very easy to navigate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They're not really difficult to find. Unless something stuff. is like fresh coming out like this very second, you might have a little bit of difficulty finding yeah, it. Yeah, true. But... Other than that, it's usually pretty smooth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. 
And then there was that... There was the mishap with the Tython Boba Fett that was supposed to come out today. Well, no, yesterday, as of when we were recording. However, I was really surprised Hasbro Pulse put out an official statement and said that, hey, this isn't coming out. We're actually going to do it this day instead. At least they gave us a date. And at least they communicated with the fans. Yeah, I know some they, people they know are people upset, are mad about Walgreens. but it's still going to come out next week, and it's going to come out on the Fan First Friday. Yeah, and then so the the that's fine with date me. For it will be probably April December of twenty twenty five, and it's just a repaint of the figure that they just came out with with a new belt. So Lugnus Monster and actually, the helmet's like shout out Lugnus Monster. He yep. has a video about the inaccuracies of this figure. And at first, I was like, "What do you What do you mean inaccuracies?" But then I looked at it. No, it is inaccurate to Boba Fett. You know that they could have just taken the, like, um, you know, the Return of the Jedi Deluxe Boba? Yeah. That, like, whole thing with the armor setup yeah. is a is a it's separate piece. They could have taken that and put that on this Boba Fett figure and made it accurate. Mm. Whereas, you know how on his new suit, he has the sleeves that go over his shoulder plates? Mm-hmm. That's what the figure looks like. It's just repainted. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, like, it is a little bit inaccurate, but... The detail still looks amazing. Oh, yeah, the detail yeah. looks great. And I feel like, for me, comfortably, this will be the last Boba Fett-related figure I get for a while. Unless they do something released. really... Unless they do something really cool, because then I'm getting a Book of Boba Boba, <laughs> which is technically from the Mandalorian se- Season 2, and then we're getting the Tython version, and I feel like that's enough for me. If they're going to do it... If something, again, happens with Boba Fett entirely, I'll get the figure. But for now, I feel happy with what I get because I will only collect figures that I feel happy with getting and displaying and playing with. Mm-hmm. I'm totally want him. Totally oh, want him. I am going to get Yeah, there's also going to be a Fan First Wednesday. Yes. Finally. When, Finally. It's been so long. I'm I'm excited yes. to just get any news whatsoever about figures. It's Holiday f- figures, question mark? I don't think they'll talk they about better, that. They better save those until next Christmas. Because if I have to should. get them in the middle of summer, that's depressing. Because they're already in the United States. Christmas so just in July. It. Okay, I'm actually okay with that. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> that, that's so stupid. Y'all were laughing at me, but here's my thing. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get somebody talking about the 212th trooper it's in the united states Dude, you should do you should do stand up that was a good one it's in the u.s and it's finally here and they're gonna do a fan first friday i feel like there's all the potential watch in the them be world like in the middle of the stream and it comes out right now and everybody's like what because here's the issue as well with the stream if it takes place at one o'clock on wednesday i can't do it because i work at one you, you know what's crazy it's february Yes. And when did this figure get announced? It was last summer, wasn't it? Yep. Wasn't it during, correct me if I'm wrong, in no, it was not May the 4th. No, it was after that. It It was was It was when the, wasn't it? It got announced with like two other figures that. What else were we proving? Oh, it was Imperial Crosshair and Bad Batch Rex. Yes, because we were on the couch and Jacob missed Rex and we were upset and I was trying to get the 212th and I sat for an hour refreshing my phone. I I remember playing Call of Duty Warzone that day and every 30 minutes we would. Jacob got Rex and so can you if you subscribe. Just going to plug that. Sorry. But yeah, it's been a long time. There are a lot of figures that are kind of in limbo. I know that the Credit Collection Armorer got. All the pre-orders canceled for that, too. So there are a lot of figures that are kind of in limbo, and yeah. we don't know what's going on, and we haven't had a fan first anything in a while. Maybe we'll have... What, you want a kiss? Maybe we'll have in-person people holding the figure of Echo, Mega, and the rest of that wave that's supposed to come out in the summer. I am excited for that Echo figure. I am so excited for that Echo figure. I'm going to get 14. I need Echo and Omega to complete my Bad Batch. My life will be complete when my Bad Batch Black Series figures are complete. They are complete. And Season 2 comes out this summer. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that'll only make it better. Maybe they'll release right when the new season's releasing. Maybe they'll release a TK Trooper. Ooh, or a clone fun. commando. They have to do a TK trooper at this point. I feel or like. Or maybe they'll release. Uh, um, maybe they'll release clone ninety nine. This is what I was bred for, and you can have a uh, the blaster marks. Okay, in the back okay, yeah. okay, okay. And you can, you can okay, have heavy okay. metal. Okay, let's chill. And you can have his casket and his funeral playlist. Stop. No, he probably got cremated. He probably got dumped into the ocean. <laughs> 
But at any rate, Yakface had <laughs> also said that there are now three, uh, well, 13, 13, pardon 13. me, unnamed Black Series figures in the system that we have no clue what so they are. So here's what I'm going to come out and say. Four of them are credit collection, three of them are carbonized, and the rest, who knows? What if, in my opinion... Kenobi figures? Oh! Bad Batch yo. figures that we haven't seen yet. The Bad Batch! Mando season three. Attack of the Clones anniversary. Attack of the Clones. I'm holding on for Attack of the Book Clones of Boba, anniversary. See, Book of Boba figures. If they did Rogue One fifth anniversary and We're they gonna... don't do Attack of the Clones twentieth anniversary, they have to do it. Y'all are just done. Because Yak even gonna... said in a stream that we were going to get Jedi, but he couldn't say what it was. Here's what I'm thinking. This well, Kiadi Mundi is all but confirmed, and so is Ala Sakura. Here's what I'm thinking. I think that we're going to get a Luke Skywalker from the Book of Boba figure. Because that's such an easy figure to do. And to be honest, I probably wouldn't be that mad about They're it. They're going to take the figure that they were going to put with the Black Series yep. Rancor. And that's what it's going to be. Here it is, guys. Watch them give us a second chance at the Rancor. That's he, never going to happen. Here's the thing, though. Happen. It would make sense, though, for them to re-release Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker, considering that wasn't that a Walmart exclusive that mm -hmm. came back all the way back when? Well, so people have been asking for But this is a different look in the Book of Boba. It's that's almost the same, minus the cloak. And minus the entire... Neck down area. His well, legs are the same, maybe, but like his okay. torso is different. What are you looking at? Okay, I'm just looking at the TVC figures. Oh, okay. Oh, should we should we show off that that one and that one? We should show off those the two. Bottom two. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, actually, the bottom three. We my father has now decided to start collecting TVC. Dude, my pants are stuck to the chair. Oh, not good, bro. bro. Look at the seat, bro. bro. This man has made the seat gray. This seat is wooden and it is now gray. I'm gonna hold this up. Can y'all see this? The seat is gray. It's supposed to be brown. What? It... No, not that one. Peeled, not that one. That one. Not that one. The one on the right. The one on the no. right. No. Shelf. Where the... Oh, there's one over here. Yeah. Yes. This man gray in my seats and being. All right, now, because now I feel like it's a comfortable time to switch to Sweaty weekly bummer, pickups. All right, yeah, so here's some pickups. We got the TVC C3PO from Droids. We got the TVC Emperor Palpatine. I also got that figure for our work. And yes. the TVC Beskar Mando. And I have a TVC Rogue One Darth Vader at my dorm that I keep forgetting to bring back. Um, that we'll see it eventually. Shout out to Nafis for getting me that. Uh, that was Shout really out cool. Nafis. Mm -hmm. Shout out Nafis. And then we also helmet. just got in the mail today the re-armored Boba helmet. Now, let me say this. From the pictures that I saw uh, that Hasbro put out, I was like, okay. It kind of looks like doo-doo garbage. Yeah. It looks like good. It doesn't look that bad in person. It, it looks really it good looks in person. It looks pretty good. And on camera, on camera right now, I can see that it looks mighty fine. I could have gone for a darker green on the helmet. That's what I would have liked. But apparently this is exactly what they used in the show. It's The color is correct. So I got to suck it up and deal with it. It yeah. looks really, really nice though. Yes, it's the umpteenth Boba Fett Black Series helmet repaint we, got one, we have. Two, Three, but it's four. my favorite. But it looks look. really, really cool. Yeah, the rearmored look is still my favorite Boba Fett yeah. design. Yeah, I don't like the how it looks in the book. I just noticed in my head it like this. Um, I don't like how it looks in the book of Boba. If I'm being honest, with the helmet was slimmed down. I like the fat look of the original one. I and like that's the just, slim. That's just how I'm gonna be. I think the slim works for Mando. I think you can't really change Boba's helmet because it was so iconic. I'm. A, I'm not butthurt about it, but I'm like... I need to get um some redemption for somebody here. Snatch your chain! Snatch your chain! Snatch your chain. That's redemption for Jackson from last week. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna grip check your shirt off one of these days. Um, but, uh, other than that... Other than that, how have y'all been doing? Y'all doing good? Everybody... Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for making it to the end. Thank you for watching another episode of the 1313 Podcast. Did you guys like the outro from last episode? I hope you did because you're about to hear it again. We've gotten some amazing <laughs> photos already that yep. I am totally going to put in the credits. Yep. So, with that, thank you so much, everybody, for watching this episode of the 1313 Podcast. Please, if you liked it, leave a like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know what you thought of the episode and what you thought of the recent episode of Book of Boba and anything else Star Wars in this galaxy. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, follow us on TikTok, 
and join that discord we have tons of fun in there we talk all the time have lots of people in there active every single day it's not a dead discord you won't regret joining it we talk all the time in it you get to hear our opinions about it's things before we air you know, it's get, every day you get to hear our opinions on things before the show airs you get 75, to know do I have 135 75 75 do I have 175 you're just ruining my flow bro <laughs> you get to hear our opinions on things before it airs on the episode and you get to know our pickups what's going on in our lives it's kind of fun you gotta get a little behind the scenes action of what's going on with us, as well as being able to interact with a bunch of nice Star Wars folk uh, on a daily basis. We thank you all very, very much for joining us on today's episode of the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. And we will see you all on Thursday for Have a Chat with Papa Gord, which will already be out by now. And if you haven't seen it already, please go watch it. Go support Papa Gord. Give him a sub on, 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 on the YouTubes and on Instagram. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Like a banta. Da 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 da